What is up, everybody? It's your boys. This is the Off-Field Generals podcast brought to you by Tuned In Sports. It's your boy Wish, your boy Hunter, and your boy Tobbs. We're well, kicking it. Some spooky spook- vibes. Yeah, some spooky. Spook- We're <laughs> almost two weeks away from Halloween. There you go. Two weeks on Saturday will be Halloween. There's a BYU game on Halloween. I don't know what your guys' plans are. Uh, oh, my, definitely not watching the BYU. My, well, Tom, hey, hey, Tom. Well, I know you're not. <laughs> And I know you're not, but I, it was most of the question was mostly focused and geared towards Tabo since he's married, much like I am. That's true. Because you're, I mean, because I'm guessing that Felicity has something planned, uh, whether yeah. you know it or not. I, I do know it. Um, oh. We're well, uh, we're starting tell. to work on the whole communication thing, filling me in. <laughs> Just now, uh, we're starting after you. Interesting. I guess as like the better months, late than never. As the months get busier, they're like, you know, I should probably like keep them in the loop. But yeah, we got a costume. Slash Halloween party out in Heber, starting at four o'clock on Halloween. Nice, just so. friends, the family. Okay. So I was just say, what we're, is not, we're not friends then because we didn't get invited. So <laughs> I was like, what is what is the your couple's costume that you're doing? Uh, we bounced off a couple ideas. She wanted to do something with like prison guard and prisoner. But like what would you she, be? she, I would be the guard, right? Okay. And so, so, I, so I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know if this is the year. <laughs> what is happening? If this is the time for that? Yeah. I don't and so be then I was like, let's just be like Lola and Bugs. It's something simple. I won a costume contest being Bugs. Nice. There you go. One time. But uh, I think we're just gonna. I'm just gonna be a basketball player, just decked out my Kansas stuff, and she's gonna wear, or she's gonna be a ref. So let's just like a more chill. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, if she had it her way, like we we would go all out because I think yeah. there's a money prize at her family's costume we'll contest. But I'm like, here's the thing: I'm not gonna go above and beyond for a hundred bucks, right? Like, I I'll, mean, I would for a hundred bucks. I went above and beyond for a Olive Garden gift card. Nice that I have not yet received. It's better than a hundred bucks. Oh, see that? See that's the problem. He said he has not. Yet, that I haven't received. Still has not. I wore. Olive Garden, I just wore. The thought. My wife's family has a Easter Bunny costume, mm. so I wore that. And it's like it's like a mascot costume. Nice. Like it's not just like, like a little onesie. Like it's a legit like mascot with the oh okay with a helmet head and everything. And so I wore that, and then I wore I bought like on Amazon like a three X um, Bugs Bunny Tune Squad jersey. Sick. Nice. So then I wore that, and then Rachel wore like uh, Lola jersey and black leggings. Nice. And like rabbit ear. Yeah. Whatever. It's a, it's a solid couple's thing. costume. Lola and yeah, Bugs. I, it's solid. It's classic. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm probably going to do some office themed. So my idea Tim, was, Tim Ivy, Pam, dude, no, 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 oh, oh, he's going to be different. No, no, he's no. he's going to switch Dwight it Angela. No, no, no. Get this. <laughs> oh no. I am prison. Mike. Yes. Rachel is a dementor. <laughs> That's just applause right. right there. That's just how you All do right. it. So you get it done. Tabo. Cause the worst part about prison was the dementors. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm thinking, but like that, uh, but there's a, I bring it up because there's a BYU game Saturday, Halloween night. I don't, well, I don't know night. Probably, I'm guessing it's going to be night, but it's Halloween sometime. And the conversation that I had to have with Rachel when I found out there was a football game on Halloween and a BYU game, and I was like, honey, 
sit down for a second. <laughs> you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to be sitting. You're gonna want to sit one. down for this. Uh, <laughs> but I'm probably not gonna. Even though it's my job, I'm not gonna do my job that weekend because of. The, I told her when before we even got married that between the months of like September to February, like weekends count me out. <laughs> and then this year, there ha- of course had to be Halloween was a Saturday, college football, all that jazz. Uh, so I am making one concession. I guess it's only once every seven years that Halloween will be on a Saturday. <laughs> uh, so I guess that's a, a price I'm willing to pay, I guess. Right, right. To not have her just like hate me for the other 11 months. Sure. So you are free to do whatever you want. On the other hand. I'm going to figure it out. Something. Utah won't be playing by then. The next week. Yeah, they're in the yeah, fall week, first, week in, first weekend of November, I think. Yeah, so you're good. You're in the clear. Win, winner, you. Facts. I mean, I have yes. that conversation. Yes, sir. Uh, let's get to it, though. Our fifth down weekend takeaways, of course, always starting off uh, the podcast with our takeaways from the weekend's action of NFL and college football. Uh, we'll start with you, Tabo. Your weekend takeaway from NFL or college football. Um, so... This is still in the past, right? It wasn't technically over the weekend. But I was really interested going into, like, the Titans-Bills game, seeing if the Titans are still for real, right? It's still kind of early on in the season. But a challenge like the Bills, right, that's a great opportunity to prove yourself, and the Titans very well proved themselves. So we can take takeaways that the Titans, technically, right, they uh, haven't missed a step. They seem like they're going to have just as much success as they did last year if not more, this year. So shout-out to Tenhill and the boys for keeping it churning and staying hot when they need to. Very nice. I like it a lot. Uh, Alex, your weekend takeaway. Justin Herbert is the real deal. Thank you. All right? he He's going to – listen, he's only going to get better. That dude has got a freaking cannon. He's just obviously got to work on the decision-making. Get better at reading them defenses, right? But that dude can launch, right? And he's – take some hits – he knows what he's doing. He's doing good. Like, he did good. That Saints D isn't four, terrible. Four TDs. Like, come on. So, yeah, no, that, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I'm excited to see what Herbert does. So, yeah. Very nice. I like it a lot. My weekend takeaway is Adam Gase and Matt Patricia, the bell tolls for the Nice. We've seen coaches slash GM uh, fired back-to-back weeks. We saw Houston fire Bill O'Brien, GM and coach this week. I told you last week it was coming. that it was coming. Yeah. I said in the next two weeks, Adam Gase and Dan Quinn are going to be fired. Dan Quinn yep. was this last weekend. Uh, he's no longer in Atlanta. Adam Gase, you're up next. Matt Patricia, you lucked out because the Lions had a bye week. Can't get <laughs> fired on your week off. Uh, so Matt Patricia and Adam Gase, the bell tolls for thee, uh, especially with the next bit of news. I'll just jump into my who's back right after this. Uh, who's back this week? Bill Belichick gifts. Nice. Because anytime a player is on the trading block or yep. is released, the internet is flooded with Belichick gifts. This ties back to the Adam Gase, but Le'Veon Bell being released from the New York Jets, which hilarious that it was midway through a Tuesday night football game. We're just like halftime of Bill's Titans, and then it's like, oh, Le'Veon Bell got released. And the fact that it was like two hours after they were like, Le'Veon Bell's on the trading block. The Jets are going to looking for trade partners. And then after two hours, they were like, there's no one out here that's going to trade for this guy. <laughs> uh, so the Patriots, I think, I mean, I'm just waiting at this point for the Patriot for it to be announced that like Le'Veon Bell's signing with New England on a one-year vet minimum 
you know, $800,000 deal because, and get this, this is what's really nice for New England, is that he can sign that. So no matter where he goes, the Jets owe him up to $6 million. Whatever he signs for is subtracted from the $6 million. Right. Right. So if he could go, he could go to New England on a $1 million deal, which means that the Jets would have to pay him $5 million of the $6 million. So he could go nowhere, take and not play anywhere, and get $6 million from the Jets. He could go to the Patriots one year, $1 million, and get $5 million from the Jets. Or he could go to like Tampa Bay on a $3 million deal, and then he gets $3 million from the Jets. So no matter what, he's making $6 million, unless some team's crazy out there is crazy enough to give him more than $6 million. Does that, and that would take away then? It would just cancel out? Yeah, then the Jets Jets wouldn't owe him anything, I don't believe. So win, win for the Patriots because they're, they could, you know, sign him for nothing. Like I said, like 800 grand and for Le'Veon Bell, it's not like he's missing out on anything signing for that little because he's still getting 6 million from the Jets. So like I said, I'm just waiting on Twitter. I'm refreshing every couple of minutes waiting uh, to hear the news that Le'Veon Bell's headed to the New England Patriots. And then, of course, Cam Newton and Le'Veon Bell, two players on prove-it deals. We're back to Super Bowl champs at that point. Like, you can't you can't have Cam Newton and Le'Veon Bell on prove-it deals because they're just going to go. I mean, Cam Newton's going to have uh, 30 passing touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell's going to have 15 rushing touchdowns. <laughs> the Patriots 14-2 and two if Le'Veon Bell signs in New England. Uh, Tabo, your... Uh, who's back of the week? Uh, yeah, so going off of Le'Veon Bell, um, just like his overall drama, how he's just never satisfied, never happy with situations that he's in. He's really following that, or I guess like him and Antonio Brown. I guess he's his original drama started before Antonio Brown's. But Le'Veon Bell still uh, ceased to amaze me how he's always complaining about something. I mean, finally got his way, right? Like, got out of New New York. We saw with Jamal Adams, you know, if people aren't happy. Which, I guess that leads into, like, the uh, superstar treatment. Like, it sucks how, like, sports, the direction that they're going in, how you just, if you complain enough that you can get your way, whether it's being traded away from a bad situation, uh, going to a contender that you've, you've been longing for, or just like being released, just like if it sucks, like the last decade, if you complain enough, you get your way. So that kind of sucks. Not Earl Thomas. He complained enough and still got franchise tagged. <sighs> it just doesn't. <laughs> you know, if the Jets, yeah, I don't if even, you complain enough on the Jets, Darrell Revis, Jamal Adams. Well, just across sports, like you're seeing it with a couple superstars every year, and you're just like, man, just play yeah, the I game. Mean, Od- Odell, I guess, on the Giants. I mean, he didn't necessarily complain about the Giants. He just complained. But didn't and Le'Veon and Antonio did it at the same time? Uh, or was it just Antonio? Did Le'Veon not? It was the same time, I think. Because yeah. I think Le'Veon sat out like the he, year. Yeah, because he was like, I'm... And that was... Yeah, but like, Antonio yeah. played that year in Pittsburgh. Right. So okay. it was kind of the same. Le'Veon was first. Antonio was after. But it was, it was like six months after. Right. But yeah, I mean, the Jets... I. Seems like if you just go to the Jets, you're gonna eventually complain about playing for the Jets. Yeah. Like that's the lesson learned here. Jamal Adams complained, he's out. Le'Veon Bell, he complained, he's out. It's just something. I mean, whether it's Adam Gase or whether it's the Jets. Uh, do you I think? Mean, do you think Adam uh, Gase is so bad? 
Can we, like, look at Tannehill? Tannehill left Adam Gase's system, and he's, like, 11-2. and two. He's threw for four touchdowns the other night yeah, against Adam Buffalo. Adam Gase should not have a job. I don't know why people are defending him. Well, apparent, so apparently uh, when the Jets were making their hiring process, they, like, called Peyton Manning because Gase was a Manning guy. Uh, he coached up Peyton Manning as the OC. And so I think the Jets, when they were looking to make a hire, they were thinking between Mike McCarthy – the old Packers coach who's now in Dallas, or Adam Gase. And I guess they talked to Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning talked him up, and they're like, hey, well, we trust Peyton Manning. But it's Adam Gase. But use your eyes, though. Yeah. Like, see what happened to Miami. (laughs) And Tannehill left. I mean, that's why I'm not out on Sam Darnold yet. Like, the Jets are going to go winless, and they're going to pick Trevor Lawrence, and Sam Darnold's going to go somewhere. And I still think that Sam Darnold could be very good just not in, with the Jets because, like I said, look what happened to Tannehill. He was terrible in Miami, went to the Titans, and now he's balling. And I think we could see the exact same thing with Sam Darnold. Yeah, I hope that he has an opportunity to further his career. It do, it just sucks, man. It sucks when you see guys that like have that talent that can do things. Because like, like right now in Houston, Deshaun Watson is a wasted talent. Yeah. It, just wasting away. Well, they got him David Johnson. Awesome. Yeah, they got awesome. rid of his favorite target. Team. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, young quarterback, face of the franchise, and you trade yeah. to the third best receiver. Like, get Julio out of Atlanta. Like, yes. that sucks for him. You know, you I just... mean, Julio, Julio's had Matt Ryan. Like, I wouldn't say Julio was wasted because they did have, he had a good quarterback. They went to the Super Bowl. Right, but right now, I mean, he's still yeah, good. I mean, he's he's still a... good. Yeah, but he can't play. I'm, if I'm Julio, I'm he's like, hurt let all the time me now. go. Let me, I, I agree. Mean, he's, Let him he's go. He's to a point where he's like, why should I play? Yeah. yeah. Why would I'm not getting the ball regardless. Back to, back to Bill Belichick gifts. If yeah. we could somehow add Le'Veon and trade for Julio. I love that. Him walking out of the tunnel. Yes. Like, yeah, no, it's so good. Or he's the just binoculars like... at the combine. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. the orange juice. Oh, Those yeah. three. <laughs> the go-tos. Uh, but you're who's back, Alex? Oh, man. My boy Russell Wilson's game-winning drives are back. All right. We yes. all saw it. Very stressed. Oh, very stressed. Walk us through those moments. Where were you? What were you doing? Who were you with? How are you feeling? Yeah. Where oh. were you? So I was at this girl named JoJo's house. Oh, uh, that's why you weren't texting me back. And I was also helping build IKEA furniture yes. while keeping this game. And do you know how much stress that causes when you're? I mean, building IKEA furniture already is a. It's like low key therapy for me, actually. Like you know, it's like right. whatever. Unless you do it wrong, I'd like, <laughs> unless you put the screws I'd like in the wrong spot. I'd throw the screwdriver through the wall. Yeah, see, if there I you was go. watching the game and building furniture. There you go. <laughs> but break the table leg. But man, fourth and ten though, lobbing it up to DK somehow made that happen. DK, he's a superstar. Every like I how beautiful out. is that? You're just like you know, DK. They yeah. cannot stop him. So he's, he's play the next, after he's play the next after Calvin play. Johnson. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's so Except good. he's not going to be wasted like Calvin and Johnson. every week, every week, the fact that the Patriots picked Nikhil Harry becomes more worse and worse, more painful by I, the week. Yeah, it well, I, it was it had to happen because it was it screwed me because what that was the same that was the same draft that we took, um, Rashad Penny and yeah. I was pissed. Was it? Pretty no, sure. Rashad Penny was the year before because that was when the Patriots picked Sony Michelle. That's right. You're right. Yeah, that's yes. right. Because like this last year, I don't think the Seahawks. I don't think you had a first round. I don't think we had a first round pick. Look it up. If it was, it was like late round. Okay, oh, yeah, because we're all at uh, our place, and yeah. you went and needed some some oh, time. Oh, dude, when Rashad Penny, man, when he was drafted, you're there like, was what I I've those are. Mm, it's like I'd, 
kicked the trash can. Yeah, I kicked the crap out of that trash can. Uh, round one, number 29 overall, LJ Collier. That's Defensive fair. end, TCU. How's he doing? He's good. He's the one who hit Cam Newton on that uh, the stuff. There you go. So uh, number two, Round two, number 47 overall, Marquise Blair. Yes, we took Blair even before Metcalf. Round two, 64 overall, DK Metcalf. Wow. Round three, he was sandwiched. Number round three, 88 overall, Cody Barton. So he sandwiched by two Utah guys. Just tell. Well, what a draft for you. I do you personally. not? How do like, you not I've, necessarily man, for the Seahawks, because, but for you? I, felt I mean, great. really for the Seahawks. I mean, you have a starting defensive end. Right. A starting. Well, was Blair starting? Yeah. No, he was Star- our starting nickel. Starting nickel safety. Starting wide receiver. Yep. Starting linebacker. Yep. Uh, then Gary Jennings Jr. in the fourth round. Yeah, he hasn't. Wide receiver. He's, I don't think he's even there anymore. Uh, Phil Haynes, know. offensive line. So not uh, round four, 32. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce his first name, but last name, Amadi. Yeah, Amadi. Yeah. You go Amadi. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's starting. Start? Oh, yeah, he starts now so after got, everyone got hurt. <laughs> uh, Ken Burr-Curvin, linebacker. Ken Burr-Curvin, yeah, Boise State. No, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Is he starting? No. He's behind Barton. Uh, Travis Homer. Travis Homer uh, rotates with Carson. Role player Demarcus Christmas, defensive tackle, Florida State. Yeah, no, no. Uh, John Ursa. Right, getting pretty deep in the draft. Ursua, Ursua, wide receiver, Hawaii. He plays. Yeah, you're in there. He's just like one of those. But so you got players. five star, five starters and two role players. Yeah, I can't draft. complain. That's a, that's a like 2019 draft Seahawks. Wow, <laughs> coming in clutch. I mean, oh, every team that didn't take draft. DK is really like just kind of kicking themselves because like everyone had a shot at that point. Everyone had a shot. Now I want to compare it to. <laughs> Uh, round one thirty-two, Nikhil Harry. Rough. I mean, he's, I guess a starter. <laughs> I mean, <he> <laughs> not on any other team. Yeah. Uh, round two forty-five, we got JoJo on Williams, Vanderbilt. He's a role player. Uh, round three seventy-seven, Chase Winovich. He's a starter. Probably, arguably, our best linebacker since uh, Hightower sitting out this year. Round three eighty-seven, Damian Harris, running back, Alabama. He's been on IR until last week, but nice. then he played well against Kansas City. Uh, round three, one hundred one, uh, Kajusti. I think he's offensive lineman from West Virginia. Uh, round four, one eighteen. We had uh, not gonna be able to pronounce that name. He's the like the Finnish offensive lineman from Arkansas. Okay. Uh, round four, we got Jarrett Stidham. Round five, Byron Cowart to Maryland. Round five, Jake Bailey. So he's our starting punter. Round seven, Ken Webster. So. Not a great 2019 draft for the Patriots. Great for the Seahawks, though. Looking good. Like I remember just laying on that couch. I almost fell asleep. You All got right. Utah player. Yeah, I, well, I almost fell Next, asleep. Calvin Johnson, I, Utah player. Yeah, but I just you. remember like getting close to falling Those asleep, and I hear that they said Seahawks draft uh, Marquise Blair, and I shot up immediately. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm awake now. <laughs> I'm awake now. You've got my attention. Wow. Good day. It's a good day for your <laughs> Bad boys. Bad day. That day for me. Chase Winovich is great. I like him. Uh, question of the week. So we all saw uh, Dak Prescott's foot hanging the opposite direction. And uh, compound ankle fracture. And uh, what's his Tony Romo thought it was yeah, a cramp. That was an all time. <laughs> that cracked call. me up. I was like, he's sitting there holding his leg with his foot. 90 degrees yeah. the other way. Come on, bro. And Tony Romo, you gotta hope it's just a cramp. <laughs> like, that was an all-time t- Come on, call. Tony. Put it in the Hall of Fame of Tony. calls. Tony Romo is awesome. He's earned his money. That's, he earned the CBS contract just with that call. 
Yeah, easily. You gotta hope it's just a cramp as his foot is facing <laughs> inside inward. Oh man, that's ninety cramp, degrees then to the I left. I never want to have a cramp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a heck exactly. of a cramp. No thanks. Uh, but it, so it brought up. We're not going to discuss like the injury or what it means for the Cowboys because this brought up an interesting discussion that I think is worth having, and that is the franchise tag in the NFL. So people talking about it cost Dak Prescott a lot of money, this injury, because he was wanting a deal. The Cowboys franchise tagged him. It also came up when uh, Earl Thomas had his injury, when he was playing under the franchise tag for Seattle before he signed with Baltimore. It also came up with Le'Veon Bell. Speaking of, when the Steelers franchise franchise tagged him, although he sat out so he never got hurt. But my question to you and our question of the week is should the NFL do away with the franchise tag when it comes to re-signing players? And if you're listening to this and you don't know what the franchise tag is, it's essentially a rule in the NFL that once a player becomes a free agent, it allows that team to tag one player per offseason. So you can't franchise tag everyone, but you can franchise tag one player, and the more times that you franchise tag someone, like the price goes up. So the first time you franchise tag, and it also depends on position. So a franchise tag for a quarterback is going to be a lot higher than a franchise tag for, you know, a left guard. Um, Also, players can work into their contract a clause that makes it so they cannot be franchise tagged. Right. So, again, should the NFL do away with the franchise tag? I think so. Um, I don't like the idea that you can just go ahead and be like, oh, I claim this dude no matter what he says kind of thing. It's just kind of how I look at it. Um, I think if you're good enough, if you're a good enough team, then your good players will stay. So don't suck. Be better at your job. And it's just, it shouldn't, and the fact that players get it in their contracts as a clause to not is a sign to me that that just should get rid, be, get rid of it. Yeah. It's, well, some do. It just should be. Like though. Tom I, Brady I, does. Right. It's just because it's, come on. Like, if a player doesn't want to be there anymore and it's a free agent, he did his contract with you. It shouldn't be, a, you shouldn't be allowed to just like, just, but, a, just like the same way where people shouldn't be able to sit out on a season. It's kind of the same thing. Like, you should you follow your contract. You live by yeah. it. And if you finish mm-hmm. your contract, the team should be able to like, no, well, I still, Psych. I'm going to keep you. Uh, there's also, But there is the argument to be made that it does do that, keeps good players on bad teams, which prevents the NFL from becoming the NBA. I get that. Where it's just good just players leave so immediately they can. Sure. Team up with other good players player. on good teams. If you want them, you'll pay them. Don't franchise tag them. Pay but them. again, it's not like it's you know it's not like Cleveland when he left from Cleveland to Miami the first time didn't offer him as much as they could. Sure. So it again, I. But at that point, because yeah, I mean, it I prevents get that. the Jets, in at least this sense, from always being bad. Like the Jets are always going to be bad for <laughs> their own reasons. Right. But it's not because they draft someone, he becomes a superstar, and leaves the first chance they get. Right, Cleveland hasn't been bad because they drafted a superstar quarterback and after four years left to the Patriots or the Packers. You know, like it's like the franchise tag. There is something to be said about the franchise tag uh, keeping the league balanced. Like Tabo said, the NBA is so top top heavy that it prevents that from happening in the NFL. So there is something to be said about that, which I feel like that is a plus. Yes, because I mean I would hate. 
I I would hate to see like all of a sudden like maybe let's say the I don't know let's say the Chiefs right like I don't mind the Chiefs I like Patrick Mahomes but like if you start getting like everyone there like let's yeah. say yeah you didn't franchise tag Julio Julio hands up over there uh oh Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon Bell shows up oh DeAndre yeah. Hopkins has done it in Arizona Chiefs then you're then that's not fun. Yeah. I mean, I get, granted, yeah. it might be fun to watch, I guess, because they're just going to be well, doing yeah. crazy things. But the things. thing is, is like in, when you're comparing it to the NBA, like super teams aren't super teams that are built through just free agency, right? Sitting back and just waiting for good players to become free agents and then they come to you is not as entertaining as it was watching the Warriors who drafted Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Steph Curry. Right. Right. It right. Like the it Warriors right. were a more fun dynasty than the Miami Heat. Oh, absolutely. The Cel- like the Celtics built their team through trades. Yeah. Like it may be fun to see players all on the same team, but I think there is something to be said that it's more fun watching people grow within the system right. and then explode onto the scene, right? Yeah. Like Patrick During Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is fun in Kansas City. Yeah, he took the backup role because he was the backup, he became a starter, became the NFL MVP thing. and then won a Super Bowl. It would be less fun if Mahomes was playing, let's say Mahomes was playing uh, in Detroit. It's less fun if Mahomes is a superstar in Detroit and then after four years leaves to Kansas City and at the same time DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Thomas become free agents and then also go to Kansas City. Yep. Right. You look at the Chiefs, it's Mahomes, it's Travis Kelsey, it's Tyreek Hill all guys who are within that system and came up within that system, right? They didn't get Travis Kelsey from Miami. They didn't get Tyree Kill uh, from the Chargers. Like, they all came up within Kansas City. So that's the plus of the franchise tag, is you keep your homegrown superstars. You keep some semblance of parity. You're not becoming a top-heavy league. And But – there's also the argument to be made that really super teams aren't a thing in the NFL as much. We've seen it kind of with the Bucks a little bit, you know, where Tom Brady comes and then what do you do? You go and you add Leonard Fournette, you add LaShawn McCoy, like players come to Tampa Bay, but it's not star players in their prime. Like Leonard Fournette just never panned out to be a superstar running back. LaShawn McCoy way past his prime. Gronk way past his prime. Yeah, he just doesn't look like Gronk anymore. So, and then there was the Eagles super team that they tried a few years ago, right? Like, who was on that team? Uh, 2013. Like, it was Vic. <coughs> it was Namadi Asamoah. Yeah, we brought was, in Kiko Alonso as well. You had a couple of defensive linemen. Who was your other cornerback you had? Was it Dominique Rogers Cromartie? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the Eagles tried to build a super team of sorts. Yeah. And it didn't work. Did you even win the division that year? No. Yeah. I don't think we made the, the playoffs. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers has stayed there for his whole career up to this point, and he's winning with Robert Tanyan and a bunch of scrub wide receivers. Yeah. Because Devontae Adams was out. So there is something to be said that, like, even, and it's not like Aaron Rodgers has been franchise tagged. I, I mean, I may be wrong, but I don't think he's ever been franchise tagged by Green Bay. No, just because I mean, he wants to, there. yeah, he wants to be there and he knows he's going to get paid. So the NFL is a little different because it's not so player centric. So players aren't just leaving as soon as they can and teaming up with one another. Right. There's a little more competitive spirit in the NFL. Yeah. The only one that I kind of like, the only thing I can think of is teams, like guys trying to team up, I guess, would be Cleveland because you had uh, Jarvis and... uh, Yeah, but Odell was traded there. I know, but I mean, Odell wanted to go to Cleveland. 
Yeah, Jarvis, they wanted to be with Jarvis. That's a boy. Like that's yeah, what they OBJ wanted to do. Open. Yeah, but like, it's not. But go. the Giants didn't have to trade him there. No, he didn't have to. But that's what he. I, that's what he requested. He was outspoken I mean, yeah, about saying, "Hey, liked. I want to go to the Cleveland. Send me to Cleveland." Yeah. Uh, the but fact that again, they listened to him too—that's crazy. Yeah, but again, it wasn't like he was just like, "I'm out. I'm going to Cleveland." True. Right. No, that, like he that, had to be traded there. They traded, and he had to pay. They like were paying him so much dead money. Yeah, which was incredible. Here's the other thing about the whole Dak Prescott thing is the franchise tag does enable players to bet on themselves. It gives them the option, right? Because Dak was offered five-year, $175 million by Dallas, which yep. would have been $35 million per year. Which is, come on, so but, much money. Yeah, which <laughs> is more money than I'll ever see in my life. Easily. He wanted $45 million a year and a fifth-year option. So... The Cowboys said, well, we don't think you're worth $45 million. We think you're worth $35 million. Dak's like, well, watch me. Like, I'll prove it. I can, I'm worth $45. So it, he chose yeah. to, to not. Go, to instead like, of signing, I'm he to you that I'm worth this. Yeah, he chose to go with the franchise tag, right. which was a guarantee of 31 right. So he took a little bit less this year other than the less than the 35 he would have otherwise received payout. because he had hoped for a big payout. That was Dak's yeah. choice. And, I mean, Dak – was looking like I mean the team wasn't great, but yeah. I mean what he was doing himself, good. Like, he I is still good. don't think forty five though. I'm yeah, not forty five. He was playing yeah, at so probably much. about a forty. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. You need, you need your team to be successful. They're one and three at that. You point. can't you can't do anything if your that defense is... just lets everybody score though. Like but what, then, what can but Dak then... do in that point? He's scoring just as many. It's shootouts. Are the Cowboys though less willing to pay you more money though? Because they think well we need to. Money to spend on the defensive side of the ball. True, maybe. Maybe also the defense the players are just kind of old. I feel like you yeah. got a lot of old boys. The other downside, if I continue to argue back and forth, is that it doesn't allow players to test the market. Yeah. Right. Who knows if there was a team out there? Let's say the New York Giants are like, sure, we'll give you forty-five. Yeah. Per year, like, would they have? Probably not. Probably not. But if they did, was he? But gonna, there might have been a team out there that yeah, would, and he would have taken that in a heartbeat. He'd have been like, yeah, yeah I'll go. Or play at New least York. have brought it back to Dallas and that, been like, that's true. You know, New York. Is I'm either leaving, 45. or you give me the. Four, I'd rather stay, but so, give me the forty-five, like match it, or I'm out. So there's pros and cons. It's. I mean, it's again. A lot of people talked about like how you know Dallas owed Dak after this. I mean, he's getting thirty-one and a half guaranteed this year, which again is more money. In this one year, than I'll probably see in my lifetime. <laughs> yes, and he played five games. Right, four and a half games. Yeah, I mean, and he's still going to get paid after this. Like it's a six month recovery, so he's out for the year, but he'll he'll come back. I don't. It's not a career ending injury, and he was playing phenomenally before this. I think he'll. I think he'll still, when he's back this offseason, I think he'll still at least get that five one seventy five from Dallas, which is thirty five a year. Yeah, I just hope that, depending on how bad the injury is, you know, we don't know, I don't know what ligaments got all jacked up in that because there's just a lot of random things in your ankle. Like, if for some weird reason... Well, they said it... Well, the surgery, they said, was fine. Right. And but if, like, I'm talking, like, about, like, if in rehab, it's like, hey, he's yeah. he might not come back. I just hope that they would... I would hope that they would do for him what... Washington's done for Alex Smith. The Steelers have done with Ryan Shazier. I would hope that's what they would do for him. I'm sure they would. Uh, yeah, I, they should because I mean Dak still like did great for you guys. 
Yeah. Did good. But again, I don't it's I don't I think he's gonna be fine. I, I, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the exact same injury I had. Same surgery, everything. Yeah. I came and played. Granted, we're talking high school. <clears throat> high school football, but <laughs> it's not Definitely not getting close to the but same caliber. But you're also caliber. not close to the same caliber of athlete. No, no. So, so I mean, not, not no, as much pressure on that ankle. There. Yeah, no, we're good. No. <laughs> I don't. It's just uh, it, part of me I, likes yeah. the franchise tag again because I don't want to see some free for all like the NBA is because I've it's completely turned me off to the idea of the NBA. Yeah, like the NBA I have no interest sucks, in, in it anymore because I don't enjoy players just going from team to team, teaming up with whatever young star is hot at yeah. the moment. So and I don't like how we're talking about where is Giannis going to go two years before he's even a free agent. So I think when you're talking about that, I think the franchise tag does well. When The only downside to the franchise tag that I believe is that it doesn't allow t- players to test their market. Right. But I yeah. believe with Dak, the agreement was when he signed his franchise tag – was that this is the only time you can franchise tag me. Which, like, if you get injured, that sucks. But again, in the NFL, you can get injured any time, and they'll cut you if it's a serious injury. And then you're out. Yeah. Like, because the guaranteed money, if you're not a quarterback in the NFL, is very little. Right. So, like, it sucks, but it's just kind of how it is in the NFL. Yeah. I guess I'd be okay, like, yeah, if the franchise tag, like, I guess you were allowed to shop around. Like, that was part of it. Shop around, but then, I don't know. Like, they would have to figure something out. Uh, I'm sure, though, whenever Dallas whenever Dallas met with the representatives and the agents of Dak, that their agents were like, here's what the market value of Dak is. We think it's 45. And Dallas said, well, we think it's 35. Like, that's just how negotiations go. But yeah, there's I, pros and cons, I think, to the franchise. So I wonder what that conversation is going to be like coming back after this year, like what they're going to do. Like, Again, I still think they come back to the 5-175. So, so you think they still offer him the same? Because that'd be incredible. I think so. That's, that'd be pretty, I mean, good for him. But like, Because if you're Dak, you're taking that. Because who knows if you're going to be like, running well, again, the same, cutting the same. Well, again, he's free this next offseason. So he will be able to test his market. So Dallas could... What would be a fun one... place to see Dak? Where, where would you like to see him? Would it be kind of a cool other place? Because, I mean, I hate Dallas. I'd love to see Dak somewhere else. <laughs> Um, like what about Dak Prescott in San Francisco? Get rid of Garoppolo. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Giants. Get rid of Garoppolo. Screw Garoppolo. He's not good. Garoppolo I'll say is... somewhere like Jacksonville. No, I don't. But that's see, the worst I, roster. Yeah, it's like I don't want to see. I don't want to see Dak have to deal with Jacksonville. Tech. Uh, well, no, Texans have. I was trying to think, stay in Texas, but Texans obviously have to Sean. Yeah, because I mean that's the thing. It's Giants. Be, I think it'd be so funny he, if he went to the Giants. He would be, and then he's just Eagles. Like, no, he can't. No, he can't beat my boy out. It's okay. Lions. That'd be sick. Just swap Stafford and I, I think Jack. He, I think he looked good. Like, yeah, like you're talking about bad situation, right? He's, like, he's not winning that division. Huh? Yeah. Oh, like that's you're talking not about, winning oh, the division. Yeah. Chicago. I mean, he'd sure. have a good defense. He would. That would be sick. And Allen Robinson. Maybe go to the Steelers I mean, they, after Roethlisberger's gone. Like he's Roethlisberger's almost well, done. Well, Roethlisberger here. would have to be done after this year, which, which I don't think he is. But I mean, there's a chance, right? But like, there's what a chance? I, I, that'd I, be can, sick, I can dude. get behind Steelers or Bears. That'd be sick, dude. Bears Ste- would be dope. Yeah, Bears would be dope. Bears Steelers, would be dope. he would look good. <laughs> Honestly, in that Cam Newton should have went to the Bears. I don't know why the Bears didn't. Well, because the Bears that. traded for Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Not Nick. I still. They need a kicker. So. 
Maybe Nick Falk. Fuck the Carson Just kidding. Maybe, Maybe that's Stuff who Stassi. they thought they were trading for. The Bears would probably be sick. the Bears would probably be the number one option. No, I still think Great he looked, I still think he looked, I still think he looked better in a San Francisco. I want him in I would want him in San Francisco because I just like I like having the to say San that San Francisco, what do you do? I like to be Cuz it's not yeah. like Jimmy G cuz it's like, well, is it Jimmy G? He did come back, just come back from injury. I mean, he led them to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. He came back, played one half, looked really bad, but he's coming back from an injury. Pretty bad. So I mean, you you if you're San Francisco, you obviously have to let the season play out and then no, evaluate. Sure, but then like maybe so like if Garoppolo comes back and you still don't get above like six or seven wins. Like if Garoppolo comes back and they go seven and nine. Yeah, like you're. Do definitely, you think well it's Garoppolo or do you think well it's because our half our defense is out? I don't know. I I because if he plays, I guess if it depends if he plays like he did that this last because last year we weren't talking about Jimmy G and the 49ers. It was 49ers and their defense. Exactly. So that's the, and that's the whole point. So I but think so it's, it's so are you willing to just stick that out and say, well, he's a good enough quarterback to get us to the Super Bowl, but, or do you but take he's a flyer? Clear, but he's on clearly else. not good enough to win it. Get but Dak, who do you go Dak, with? If you had Dak in that Super Bowl, I think that Super Bowl is different. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say well, that. Yeah, I, I don't agree say the 49ers but let's, win. But, but I'm saying, if I mean Sam Darnold, maybe. Again, I, I talk, just talk I would about Sam to, Darnold blow up. Yeah, it's I'd coming. love to see Sam Darnold in a different Sam place. In give him a chance. Sick. Give or him do a you real draft old a line and some guys to throw. If you to. end up with the 16th pick in the draft, do you Zach, maybe do Zach you think? Wilson? Do you, well, do you think Justin Fields would fall that far? No, no, no. Because Washington, be- Washington needs a quarterback. Jacksonville is probably going to go with a quarterback, and know. not because it's Minshew's fault. But I just don't think maybe I don't know if they take Minshew's just Minshew's a good Minshew's like a Garoppolo. He's a good enough quarterback to take a good team into the playoffs. He's not a good enough quarterback to make okay. a bad team right. look good. Right. Listen, He's I, a good enough quarterback to make a good team probably teeter on great, but not a bad team to good. So do you – I mean, so – Do you I think mean, Atlanta takes another quarterback? Probably. Probably. Like Just because Justin, you're going to have Justin a new, Fields in Atlanta would be kind of dope. You're going to have a new team, a new GM, and a new coach. So Atlanta is probably going to look quarterback – uh, Buffalo, no. Miami, no. Patriots, maybe, but they're not going to be picking high. But Patriots, depending on if you know Cam leaves, you're, you may draft because Hoyer or Stidham's not the answer. Is learned, Cam, going to, is, that is Cam going to leave though? Maybe. I like. I'm just saying teams that possibly could be. Oh, I guess. Because I mean, like, so if, Patriots, the, if the Patriots, Patriots offer him a, uh, like another contract, he's going to take that. Maybe unless Chicago. Comes in is like we'll give you like a lot we'll more. give you three forty three years forty million. What if they? Well, yeah. What if they? I mean, do like that's that, probably more than the Patriots would pay. They do that and Foles goes to the Patriots. No. Oh. Patriots <laughs> would draft tonight. Patriots are going to draft a quarterback if Cam Newton's not. Patriots may draft a quarterback anyway. Right. Patriots maybe Jets yes, and then not because Darnold's bad, just because again, you're going to have just a new if because the Jets are going to get number one and you can't not pick Lawrence yeah. at number one. Cowboys, probably not. Uh, Giants, maybe. Daniel Jones is bad. Daniel Jones is Daniel so, Jones is bad. I still remember when he got drafted, and we're. I'm just remember just being. Are you? Yeah. What is? Uh, who's smoking the peyote in the back, head, bro? Like y'all need to scratching. chill out because that is your stuff. You could have gotten him in the second round, if not the third. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like he wasn't. So so New York teams are going to the Jets, and they're going to be picking above San Francisco. Yeah. Patriots, maybe, but they're probably not going to be picking above San Francisco. Uh, Eagles got their quarterback of the future last year. 
Washington is going to be drafting above San Francisco, and they're going to need a quarterback. So that's three right there. So that means Lawrence Fields, Lance are gone. Ravens, no. Bengals, no. Browns, no. Steelers. Steelers may draft a quarterback, just not. Who's their backup right now? Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said last week, I think Steelers are is my destination of choice for uh, Zach Wilson, BYU, if he does go to the draft. He, I, I Listen, I'm with you. He would look good. He yeah. would look great in those Steelers I mean, the uniforms. black and gold looks good on pretty much everyone. Does he rep the number one? Does he rep the number good. one? Does he rep number one over there? I think uh, I think he should. Yeah, that or 11. I mean, 11 was the number he came into the league with. Isn't Claypool 11 right now? Oh, yeah, so it would be one. Uh, Bears, mean, maybe, but they're not going to be picking above San Francisco. Detroit. Zach Wilson to Chicago? Uh, you don't like old. it? Because so what I want for Zach is to go into a situation where he can learn under a veteran. I mean, Foles is going to learn under Foles. But you still learn. Like you, how to win a Super Bowl. Facts. Listen, only if he's coming off the bench. I don't want to hold up here. (laughs) Hold up here. You can't just like ten years a little bit different than we're talking about experience, right? He's had years in the league. Atlanta may be looking for one. Atlanta I don't, probably see, is I don't looking see, for one. I don't want to see Zach Wilson in Atlanta, though. Atlanta's backup is Matt Schwab. He's still in the league. Schwab's still <laughs> here? Did you know that? Who no. keeps giving him the that code dude's been in, in the That building. dude's been in the league way too long. So Atlanta, yes. Starting quarterback Matt Ryan, backup Matt Schwab. Gross. So Atlanta, what, if, Atlanta has to pick a quarterback round one. Or you're not. Because Matt Ryan's got, like, what, two more years? And you need to you need someone who can come in and play right away, or you need someone who can sit and learn behind Matt Ryan. Like, you can't yeah. let Matt Ryan walk and be scrambling for a quarterback. Dude, oh, man. Especially you know, under with a new GM. Maybe the, maybe Atlanta trades up. Maybe Atlanta trades up and they try to pull a trigger or on they're someone just, else. Or they're winless, so they could just end up with the top three. They just get the first overall pick? I don't know, maybe. I mean, they're winless, and Washington has a win. So if you're Washington, and let's – I mean, New York has a win, right? Or no. The no. Jets, New York's winless. The Jets are also still winless. Giants and Jets – Giants, Jets, and Falcons. Falcons are all winless. So if you're do, Washington and do, you does, end up does Atlanta fourth play? of those four <laughs> and you can't get Lance, Fields, or Lawrence, that sucks. What are you doing? Like you gotta you, be tra- that's you gotta the be throwing worst. so much at those teams. You have to hope you. Atlanta or well, New are any of those wins. teams playing each other? Does Atlanta play? I guess. Well, Washington plays the Giants twice, so that helps out. But does like Atlanta? Because I mean, this is a is Atlanta going to play like the Jets? I mean, the Jets really suck, the man. The Jets what... going to play the Giants? No, I don't think so. Because that's what it might come Atlanta down to. Atlanta does not play Jets or Giants. <sighs> Atlanta might might look out and get that, might beat them out. So hey, let's look at it. So I know <laughs> we've, gotten, we've gotten really off track here. We were not expecting to, to go a deep dive into this. So Atlanta's next game at Vikings. That's probably that's a loss. Are the Vikings only good at home? They just went on the road. In yeah, Seattle, I was say, they just the they just gave us a scare. It's okay. Yeah, Russell, I mean, hey, they also beat Russell Wilson's well, amphibian, bro. That's, he don't. Well, that's it's like rain a, and don't a narrative the last couple of years where everyone's just like, yeah, no, Minnesota's versus Lions, scary in the dome. Versus the Lions, Atlanta, maybe. That's a maybe in my book. I guess. Like I said, Matt Patricia, he's gone. Dude, that could that be the oh that's the game. If Atlanta beats the Lions, that'd be so funny. Patricia's <laughs> gone after that. Give week. him the boot. Patricia's gone after that week if Atlanta beats the Lions. Uh, Panthers, at the Panthers, that's probably a loss. Versus the Broncos. Broncos traveling to the East Coast, 11 a.m. 
Broncos probably win that game. Is when's Drew Locke come back? I, I don't back? know. He's not back yet, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, but he had Maybe, I don't know. He might no, he's not back yet, but I think that he could be back by then. At the Saints. Yeah, no, he Which we who knows with the Saints. Versus the Raiders, probably a loss. Versus the Saints, probably a loss. At the Chargers, probably a loss. Versus the Bucks, probably a loss. At the Chiefs, probably a loss. At the Bucks. Dude, so yeah, they're Lions, like three wins this home versus max. The, home versus the Lions, home versus the Broncos. Yeah, they're screwed. Are they're your two most winnable yeah. games if you're Atlanta? They're, the best they could do that is oh. two. They can best they can do is two and fourteen this year. So and then if Washington beats New York both times, or if New York beats Washington both times, if they split, split and you're Atlanta and they split, that's a hard position to be in. Could you imagine being in third after only and you still only get two wins? Because how would you determine the tiebreaker between Washington and Atlanta? Let's say so. Let's say the Jets winless. Okay, winless. Number so the three. Jets they do not play the Giants, right? Yes, they do not. So Jets Jets have Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Patriots, Chargers, Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns. Look. So Jets winless. Yeah, that's and bad. you get Lawrence. Congratulations. Darnold's out. Did Darnold go to it? Darnold may end up. Whoever could be in Chicago. You could go no, to I'm, no, I'm saying so if Jets one win. J- Jets winless. Let's say the Giants. Who do the Giants play? Do the Giants play any bad teams? I mean, their division's bad, so I mean they gotta play everyone there. So so oh, Giants Washington this week. Uh oh. This week, Giants Washington. That's big. That's big for our quarterback race. Then at the Eagles, then the Bucks. Then at Washington, then the Eagles, then at the Bengals. So, Washington, uh, that's those are winnable games. Yeah. At the Seahawks versus the Cardinals versus the Browns at the Ravens versus the Cowboys. So you, so Washington, you could win, or New York, you could beat Washington, lose to the Eagles, lose to the Bucks, beat Washington, lose to the Eagles, beat the Bengals. So that's three wins, which could put you on the outside, looking in to this race. So. Essentially, what it comes down to, I th- so I think the Jets are guaranteed one at this point, unless something crazy happens. Then, w- pretty much Washington, if Washington can split with New York, and then what? Because then I think Washington would win the tiebreaker because they beat the Eagles. So, like divisional, their divisional record would be better. So let's say the Giants beat Washington and Cincinnati. And Washington beats New York once. So they both finish 2-14. and 14. I think Washington, New York, gets the Giants get the better pick because Washington would have the better record at 2-6, and six, right? Right. If I'm thinking, or 2-4. and four. When was the last time we had so many teams with such crappy records? And then if, New, if Atlanta Crazy. can go, if Atlanta can win, can stay under two wins, then they get a quarterback. And then I think, so then I think Washington ends up could end up with Sam Darnold. Wouldn't that be something? It's not bad. So I think so. My, what I'm saying right now is I think Jets get. I'm calling right my way too early quarterback picks. I think the Jets get Lawrence. I think Atlanta gets Fields. I think New York gets Lance. And then Washington gets Sam Darnold in a trade. Well, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Washington gets Sam Darnold in a trade. And then you have Kyle Trask and Zach Wilson as the next two quarterbacks on Mel Kiefer board. 
So then if you're San Francisco. Zach Wilson and San Fran, dude? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Kyle Kyle Shanahan may really like Zach. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So then then that gets rid of all the teams that need quarterbacks. I mean, Washington could just pick Trask and just say whatever. That'd be crazy if those four teams end up with the top four picks and it's just quarterback, 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 quarterback. And then Penny Sewell comes off the board to like Jacksonville. That would be wild. I, I'm blowing my mind right now with all these possibilities in the draft, and we're five weeks into the NFL season. Uh, and we have a lot more to get to. Quick fact or fiction. Tabo, fact or fiction, the Cleveland Browns are a threat to the Ravens and the Steelers in the AFC North at 4-1. and one. To win the division? No. So fiction. Yeah, fiction. And you say that because... They're not as good as those other teams. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple. Uh, fact or fiction? Do you think they're a threat to the Steelers or the Ravens, Alex? Fact. It's gonna be that. It's gonna be like a thorn that you can't get out of your side, brother. Just wait on it. Uh, I say fiction because their wins have come against the Bengals, Washington, Dallas, and the Colts. Colts so, are a good team. That's the best team they beat. I mean, out Rivers of those gave River, River, Yes, it is. Rivers gave them the game. Well, that's how Rivers. So I just need, I need to see Cleveland. Has Rivers done anything else in his career except see, give people games? I need to see Cleveland win against a good team. So it's the Steelers this week. If the Steelers, if the Browns beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh this weekend, then I will say that the Browns are for real. Until now, their four and run, four and one record is fiction when yeah. it comes to them. I d- I can understand it, but the thing is. <laughs> Freaking Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers is only good for giving kids. <laughs> Talk about another team. Wins. Talk about another team that is going to probably look to draft a quarterback this year. Yeah. So I mean, oh. uh, fact or fiction? Alex Smith should be the starter in Washington for the rest of the season. Fact. Who else they got? No one. Kyle Allen. Okay. Kyle Allen doing okay played right better than Alex. Smith. I just want Alex Smith to look Alex good Smith, again. It was a great story. Kyle Allen played better than Alex Smith. I agree. Alex I agree, Smith I played, Alex Smith. I think, 25 snaps, and the offense had 26 yards. In Alex Smith's 25 snaps. 26 yards and 25 snaps. And bro, like, also for his own well-being. Yeah, I was just like, it, like he's, <laughs> it's a great story. He's going to get hurt again. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I like, would props to him for with, coming back, but I just want Alex we Smith. want him to have with, a happy go life. Go with Kyle Allen. Everything Let's go good. Smith. Let's go, baby. Uh, I said fact and fiction, because Kyle Allen gives them the best chance to win. But right now they need to lose. <laughs> so there you go. But also at the same time, for his health, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, fact or fiction: The Panthers are a contender in the NFC South. Fact, dude. That division is just like a weird oddball right now. Like the fact, I don't. Tom Brady's just are not. The Saints frauds. I, they kind of looking like it. They're looking like frauds. Tom Brady doesn't know what's third down or fourth down at the moment. So I believe that the Panthers really do have a shot. So fact, Tabo. Uh, yeah, because the Saints are not in their normal form. That uh, that division seems like it's up for grabs. Panthers' three wins have come against the Chargers, the Cardinals, and the Falcons. Their two losses have come against the Raiders and the Bucks. So it's like they've beaten good team, beaten bad teams, and lost to good teams. So it's like I still don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say fiction just because I still think. The Saints and the Bucks. when it comes to experience. You sure. know, late in the season, if these three teams are all 9-5, and five, I think it's the Saints and the Bucks that have the experience to win out, win those two games needed to win the division. Right. 
Uh, all fact or fiction, Ole Miss could win the SEC in the next three. It's years. a big old fiction. Come on, listen. The Ooh. SEC, dude, shut up. The SEC, Heavy. the SEC, man. You got Alabama who can recruit literally anybody, and they do. And they do. You got Auburn who basically does the same thing. It, you can, no. I'm not gonna sit here and like LSU, listen Georgia. to. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and listen to that kind of crap because Ole Miss will not be winning the SEC. Not in three years, not in eight years, not in ten years. Get him out of here. Stupid. Uh, I have it as a fact. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> their, their, their offense is elite Gross, already. We saw what they did to Alabama. And just because we always see a random team pop up in the SEC. like Yeah, but they never randomly pop up and win. Yeah, they do. Who? When was the last one? There was a random pop up and win. Well, not like Arkansas or Vanderbilt random, but we've seen. I mean, it's. I think we think that Our, Alabama Arkansas dominates the team. SEC more so than they actually do. But I'm not because talk, in recent years we see. About, I mean, we've seen Auburn win. We've seen that's, Georgia win. Right, that's we've what seen you said. Those are, the, those are the power. They've kind of got like their Mount Rushmore right. of teams. Those are the powerhouses that get the pit. Like they're not going to. You uh, will not. Uh, Ole Miss isn't going to rise above. We're, we're romanticizing. We're romanticizing LSU and Auburn. No, romanticizing, bro. Yeah, yes. Georgia, Alabama, bro. too. There's four teams that are will always be better than Ole Miss. Yes, they're not always, but yeah. Like, uh, uh, I mean, it's hard for Ole Miss. This to year's pass a little up. different because LSU just Fact. lost everybody. Fact. But shut up, I don't. We're romanticizing. <laughs> we're romanticizing LSU no, and Auburn. I thought no. he was dealing cap. Oh my, I thought he was saying oh cap. I, like, I, I, that's so I get it. If you're like, if you're going up against one team that's a dynasty and like another team that's always solid. Those are those are four dudes. Those are four whole teams. We're talking about like a big old one on four. Didn't work out. And keeping them Auburn, all out of the college football. You're telling me you can beat all four of those and win Auburn the and SEC? Auburn no. in twenty fourteen was eight and five. Twenty fifteen they were seven and six. Twenty sixteen they were eight and five. Twenty seventeen, ten and four. That's great. You twenty eighteen, eight and five. Twenty nineteen nine. We're talking win the SEC. You gotta beat these I know, homies. but I'm saying I'm just saying we've seen uh, like an Auburn. Auburn's in that though. That's the thing is Auburn's in our top four that we're talking about. You have those are the teams that should be winning it. You got a four man rotation. Like, yeah, you're saying Auburn, Auburn can Auburn go was, up and down. Auburn was three and nine in 2012. Next year, 2013, they won the na- they won the national championship or lo- lost the national. That was, was the like, year they lost the national championship to Florida State. The next year, wild. But so those are four giant obstacles. You got they were eight and five in 20 not in 2009. In 2010, they were 14 and zero. Listen. Like I'm just saying, in the SEC, other than Alabama, teams fluctuate. It's like right. it's Alabama like, it's like Japan trying to yeah. beat the dream team. Like it doesn't work. Right? You're saying if it's not Alabama, it's going to be Auburn, or you have your off year where it's LSU or Georgia pulls through. Yeah, like, and it's so just, it's like it's a lot of people you got to go through. Have some listen. If Ole Miss, if I three years within the next three years, Ole Miss wins the SEC. I don't know what I. Wow, <laughs> just wow! I'd be, I'd be, uh, yeah. But I'd I, be pulled I, apart. You could say, pulled apart. Yeah, I, I also agree that it's fiction. Yeah, well, fact. Uh, <sighs> Ed Orgeron is on the hot seat at LSU. Fiction, bro. They lost everybody like that. I mean, what can you do? What can you do? What Win. can you do? Beat, beat, uh, Missouri. That's what you can I mean, do. should they have beat, beat Mississippi State, who scored two points against Kentucky? Yeah. I'm off the Mississippi State bandwagon. I know you like I said you, I was on two weeks you got, ago. I'm you off. got me. The, you <laughs> convinced off. me, and then I'm just like, wow, he really sold me a bad egg. Yeah, that was a bad. Really, that's on me. Sold me a lemon. That, that one is this on is me. A quick trigger right here. 
Yeah. They had an amazing week. Yeah. I bought and I I still very much like Mike Leach. The video that they made of their of the wagon got it got me. That's on me. Hand up. <laughs> I admit it. Uh so I don't have a college football team right now. As it, as it stands. Uh I think it's fiction as well. Bo Pelini is on the hot seat. Not Ed Orgeron. Agreed. Factor fiction, Tabo, Texas needs to move on from Tom Herman. Um No. Or sorry, fiction. I mean, he's doing doing fine, right? I feel like this is the year that you can win the Big Twelve. It's up for uh, it's up for no, grabs. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, fact. I mean, get, you get just it. have two conference losses. Yeah, fact. Get him out of here. He's yeah, listen, man. It ain't it. You got yeah. You got to boot him. Yeah, well, boot him. I'm saying like if, if Oklahoma starting to, if Oklahoma starting to trend Don't down, get. right? It'll, I feel it gives you like a better chance. I guess you have to see what happens after Elliger's gone, after his seven year stint at Texas. Uh, I think it's a fact. I think he needs to be gone. Yeah. I agree. College football playoff four. All right. Starting from one as usual. Starting from one as usual, Alex. Clemson. I also have Clemson. I had Alabama last week because Clemson had not played anyone. Yep. They, they played someone this week. Against and they Miami. Good. Clemson yep. number one. Clemson. Number two, Tavo. Bama. I also have Alabama. Bama. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they were able to just run wild on Ole Miss. Yeah. I mean, Najee Harris had what, like? 500 touchdowns? <laughs> Something uh, like that. Number three. Georgia. I also have Georgia. Go dogs. Number four, Tavo. Uh, I didn't really look into it, but I put Notre Dame. Just That's where they are right now. So I was like, you know what? I don't know hmm. uh, who to slide in, but yeah. We gave Devin crap for it, but my number four is North Carolina. Number four is also North Carolina. I, we I we made fun North of Devin Carolina. last week. Devin, yeah, we're listen, sorry. Yeah. We're sorry, Devin. North I, Carolina d- may apologies. be real. Yeah, <laughs> they I mean, look good. Wow, <laughs> they look Oklahoma really good. Devin, in there. Devin last week it was really on one. He said he, he Miami was, like, was frauds. He was like just and he said North Carolina was number four. And Hunter, those were Devin's takes. Hunter and I over here just shaking Miami our heads. Not like Devin doesn't know what he's talking about. Played Clemson. Thought this guy is crazy as heck. Yeah, come on, like Devin. Listen, you're gonna be benched for a couple weeks. We're not gonna let you back. Devin, well done. That's he did his job. Wow, appreciate him. We've all we've all had our takes that have turned out well, except for Devin. Devin may have had his last week because you he had, had multiple. You, he had, you like, had your Raptors would win. Yeah, which I had I boys had, hating on me I had this heat, last week. Would beat the Bucks in the NBA playoffs. Yep. Devin, I, I, have you had one towel? Have you had a hot take that like hit? You may still need one. But... Probably at some point in time, but you've been in it long enough. I'm sure, like back in the early days, at some point, pod, right? In your yeah. apartment. Devin, he was in search of his signature take. He, he, may, he may have found it. He made multiple moves this week. Like he multiple. may have found it. Man, uh, and it's so dumb. Freaking, I had a call Hunter this last, like during the, was it was this last weekend. I was like, yo, I've got some haters on the, on the side with me over here. We don't believe, don't believe in me that I called the Raptors yeah, was, winning. Who was it, Zach? And- it was Zach and Dil- Landon Schofield. I was, and Luke, freaking losers. I was like, bro. They're like, no, you didn't. Shut up. And I was like, I found the recording. Like You could have posted that whenever you wanted. I was like, you know what? Fine. Called Hunter. Hunter. Did you ever find another recording of that? Yeah, I just I had it in, in our group chat. I had to go deep. Oh, I was going to say. I had to go deep, but I found it. Because, I, yeah, I did. I guess I did text you. Yeah, but I, so yeah. And so, like, man, they were just like, okay, maybe. You know, Zach was like, okay, okay, whatever, bro. That was a good, that was a good. Shut up, Zach. You're a freaking nerd. There you go. 
<laughs> there you go. All right, our game picks portion. I'm trying to scroll through and see if any need updating the spread or the over-unders. Um, quick update on last week's standings. Alex, two and five. Not great. It was a rough <laughs> week. It was a rough week. Come on. Not great. But we're, it is what it is. Uh, Tabo slash Devin. Tabo, you went six and one your first week. Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, Devin pretty last week, three and four. Uh, Sheesh. So Devin's weighing me down. I also went three and four. So as it stands right now, Tabo slash Devin, they're nine and five. Uh, I am seven and seven, and Alex, you are seven and seven. Let's go, baby. Still in second. So we had a pick this week. Who did we have? LSU? Or no, no it was Oklahoma Baylor State and, and Baylor. Oklahoma State. We had it on our list. <clears throat> that game is now postponed. Yep. So we're throwing in a college football wild card, so you can pick whatever college football game and the spread. Do you have the... Have you looked at? Do you have a pick for this yet? Have uh, you looked at lines? Well, yeah, I just went off of the one on the text. I don't have the Barcelona, but oh, well, so you have to for, for the, the wild card. You have to find just one. Yeah, you had to go pick your own. And the game. upset pick, you have to find just find one. Oh no, I don't have a wild card, but I did the download upset pick. Download the Barstool Sportsbook app, or go to just online. I think you can just go to like Odd Shark, but I go off of the Barstool Sportsbook. <laughs> right. Um. We'll start with Georgia at Alabama, however. Nick Saban tested positive for COVID today, yesterday, if you're listening. Yes, sir. Uh, Alabama, six-point favorite. The over-under is set at 57. Hmm. Alex. Uh, I took Georgia. Two and three. I took Georgia plus seven. All right. I'm excited Number to see three. how it goes. On the road, uh, I have Alabama. Alabama minus six. Yeah. I just think there's no way now. Are they with, minus six now? So it's not it's not a plus seven anymore. Are they? My, is it? Are you looking at it live right now? Let me look. I, I wrote on mine. I wrote when on I had plus a, when seven. I had them on my list. I oh, they're minus four now. Oh jeez. So even better, Alabama minus four. Yeah. Wow. No. Over for, under fifty six. Yeah. Are you kidding me? They're changing it up on me like that. All right. Are you sticking with Georgia? No. Alabama? No, yeah, Alabama. <laughs> freaking nerds freaking doing that to me. <laughs> All right. Good thing we checked. I was trying to check while I was talking earlier. Uh, yeah, so it's changed. Alabama minus four over under 56. There you go. Tabo? Yeah, that's actually like in my favor because I was thinking with the spread, I was like, Alabama will win, but it won't be right. That's, Alabama was favored by six points. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah, that's what I was agreeing with. The Alabama was going to win, but I think it'd be less than six points. So it changing to four. So is, you think it'll be more than four, uh, or still less than four? You think around, you think around, 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 around that, like so, like I thought three well, or so four would what, be it. Well, so, so are you taking Georgia? No, I'm taking Alabama, but so they're going to win by four Alabama more. To win by more than okay, yeah, Alabama by four. So I'm taking. Tabo's new to the sports, the spread spread life. Yeah, Welcome, Tabo. I don't I don't gamble, so it's okay. Well, how about you, Long? Um, BYU, this one is updated. BYU five-point favorite over Houston Friday night over under 62.5. Alex. BYU minus five. Come on now. <laughs> I, I can't go. I'm you not, picking BYU, huh? Look at them. I've been doing that every week we've That's done true. this because – Last, week, was bad. Last week it worked. It was bad for us. But yeah, this but week, like, bounce back week. Yeah, bounce back week, baby. I think Houston has like 
15 to 20 guys out. Yeah, so it's something crazy. For one, for one reason or the other. Not COVID-related, just uh, bruises, dings and bruises. Uh, Tabo, you can also pick over or under 62 and a half, by the way. Uh, I know you didn't. You weren't here last week when we ch- when we started doing that as well. Okay. But BYU five point favorite over under sixty two and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm taking BYU. I'm going along with West. I agree with him. Uh, I also have BYU, which is yeah. the fact that we've all chosen Alabama and BYU is making me a little nervous right now. <laughs> making me think. But that's good though because we can't have one of us pull away. You know what I mean in this uh, big game pick uh, race. This is this is where people pull away is the wild card and our upset pick. True. Uh, your college football wild card, Alex. Well, Tabo looks for one. Yeah, sorry, I had it because I was looking at the spreads to make sure it's the one I wanted. Um, is it underneath the game pick section? Because all I see is just like the no. Matches. The wild card is you pick whatever game. You can pick the over under, the money line, so I pick, the spread yes. of any game. You want in college football. So I picked the Auburn-South Carolina game. Okay. And Auburn minus three and a half. So you have Auburn minus three. Correct. All right, let me put it in. Three and a half. Get that in Is it three and a half? Three and a half. That is what it is. Ah, because I have it, but I have it at three. Yeah, right. Sportsbook's three and a half. Okay. Promise you. All right. Same app. We're on the same thing. I know. I'm saying from what I wrote down yesterday. Oh, oh, got you, got you, got you. Tabo, or have you got one yet, or do you still need time? I'll Uh, go. Yeah, I'm still looking. My wild card is Texas A&M minus six and a half at Mississippi State. Okay, Mississippi State scored two points, which is just two points against what they did to LSU. Kentucky. That just doesn't even make sense to me. They almost they did lose to Arkansas, so I have Texas A&M. Even though they're on the road, it's at Mississippi State. Texas A&M ups off coming off the upset of Florida. Texas A&M minus six and a half at Mississippi State. That's my wild card pick of the weekend. Tabo, do you have yours yet, or do you want to do it after our NFL picks? Uh, yeah, I'll just go with uh, Cincinnati to cover the spread against Tulsa. Which is, what is it? That's minus three, or negative three. It was like... Cincinnati minus three? Yeah. I don't know why. They're eighth. I was going to say, that's a good that's a good spread, if you're able to get it at, that at minus three. Can you confirm, Alex? Do we have... I'm trying to scroll as why fast is, as I can. Why is it supposed to be such a close game? Minus three and a half is what we've oh, got. Yeah. About. I guess it's updated minus three and a half, yeah. Okay. Cincinnati minus three and a half. That actually, I guess, I mean, Tulsa, they did beat UCF. So Tulsa's, I think, a better team than most would think. Uh, NFL picks, Browns at the Steelers. Steelers, three and a half point favorites over under 50 and a half. Steelers. Tabo? With a three and a half. Steelers. Yeah, I don't believe in the Browns. Uh, the fact that we're all picking the Steelers makes me nervous. <laughs> um, I'm switching. Give me the over. I had the Steelers. Give me the over. Um, Just because it makes me nervous if we're all picking the Steelers. And that would be the third game that we've all picked the same teams. So, over. Steelers, over. Uh, 50 and a half points. The Packers at the Bucks. Packers, two and a half point favorites over under 54. Took over 54 on that one. Tabo? Uh, I just have Packers. Uh, I like that. I like the Packers. I was thinking of Packers. I'm also going with the over though. Cause I mean, the Packers. Cause I think those two, those two yeah. offenses. They're about to start scoring. If, yeah. 
you just, you just, need, them, you just need to score over 23 points each. Like, you're fine. 27. 23 54, would be 46. 46. That's right. He hasn't yeah, been no, to school in a while. No, it, <laughs> he's been all day. He works at a bank. I, it's the thing, <laughs> though. It's true. like once There's I no leave, excuse. once I leave, I clock out. That's it, true. I clock out, right? I actually. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Bears at the Panthers. Panthers minus two and a half over under 44. I put under 44. Really? Yep. Panthers over. So you're picking Panthers? Yeah. I was like, Panthers, what do you mean over? <laughs> Panthers over. Well, no, over the, what did it say, 44? Two and a half. No, not you don't choose a team over. It's, over 44 it's is the, the combined, combined score. total. Yeah. But you don't pick a winner. Oh, okay. I, said, I thought you said that's what you added last week. No, you can. That counts as your pick. You can either pick the spread or, or pick just over. say under. Okay. Or over under, yeah. Yeah, no, so, yeah. like, for Steelers, I didn't pick Steelers or Browns. I just picked over 50 and a half. Is that still, if you just get that right, that still holds like, so the same weight as to? Yes. Right, yeah. I said in a way that's almost like the safer route, depending on the situation. Well, yeah, unless they just don't score points, then you yeah. lose, no matter who wins. I mean, the Steelers could win 14 to nothing, and so they cover the three and a half, but the under. Because the thing is, if you pick us on you know, the spread, it's a 50-50 shot. Like, one team's going to win, one team's going to lose. Over-under is 50-50. They're either going to score more or they're going to score less. Right, but yeah, it's just so. like... Is what it is. It's fun. I like it all. Yeah. And then this is the future of sports fandom and sports media and yeah. everything like that. So might as well embrace it. We're not, we're, we can't, and we're not putting money on this. All in fairness, we're not because we live in Utah and it's not legal. So, but it's still fun to pick the games and pick the spreads. And there's going to, I mean, whoever ends up winning, whoever has the best record of picks at the end of all this gets something. So there's something in it for us. Uh, so you're picking Panthers. I'm picking the Bears. So give me the Bears. Okay. Plus two and a half. I'm not super confident in it, but I'm, give me the Bears. Give me Chicago. Uh, outright upset pick, Alex. Boston College. Oh, over Virginia Tech. Bum. What are the what's their odds? Um, it is twelve point spread. Wow, over VT, huh? Mm-hmm. That's mine as well. Wow, you're going to stick with it? Loser, dude. Loser. Pick a different one, Tabo. Come on. Well, the other one I was going to pick is actually playing right now, so I don't know if that's still allowed. Yeah, it's, that. it's written no. down, but yeah, you, you can't, can't do that. You can't do that. Well, there you go. Uh, my upset pick is South Carolina, three and a half over Auburn. Okay. okay. All right. Give me, give me the Gamecocks. Three and a half. Let's go. My upset picks, two and oh. There you go. So, I believe. <laughs> You're like maybe. Yes. Hold on. Yes, they are two and zero. I got Ole Miss, Ole Miss over Kentucky, and then last week I got Panthers over Falcons. Two and zero on my upset picks. We're about to be three and zero. South Carolina three and a half over Auburn. Uh, news and notes of the week: uh, We got COVID tests testing positive. Nick Saban and I believe the uh, Alabama AD as well. Yeah. Uh, Conor McGregor says he's going to fight January 23rd. LSU-Florida game has been postponed after COVID spike in Florida. Uh, Packers, Devontae Adams was full go today in practice, so it looks like he's going to be back for the Packers following the bye week. Cam Newton is off the COVID list, is going to practice tomorrow slash today, if you're listening, uh, with the New England Patriots. Um, Again, Le'Veon Bell released from the New York Jets. Adam Gase had a weird quote. He said it's irrelevant if he misused Le'Veon Bell. 
Uh, okay. Is it irrelevant? irrelevant? Would not be the word I'd use to yeah, describe yeah. that. I don't know about all that. Uh, Haskins sent home with an illness prior to Sunday's game. I don't, illness, I don't know, but he's on the yeah. trading block. It'll be interesting to see if and where he ends up going this offseason. Uh, Broncos r- running back Melvin Gordon cited for DUI last night. Don't know if he's going to be available against the uh, New England Patriots. And Christian McCaffrey is still on IR for the Panthers headed into this week. Anything else that we missed that you guys wanted to discuss? Oh, it's okay, dude. Championship picks, dude. Hunter won with his Lakers. Yes. You know what I mean? Hunter I will redeem through. my wings or and or hires at some point. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Probably next week. Because you got, yeah. And then uh, Dodgers really kind of, they were scaring me there for a second. They're up 15-1 right oh, yeah. now. They popped off with 11 runs in the first inning. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, you... My boy over here has a good chance where he has both of his picks are playing in the World Series. So yep. he's just yeah. If that ha- if that were to happen, I'm just like I'm great because I'm my, walking away. I'm no I'm yeah. winning. The rough right night way. for my Braves. They have bases loaded. Who's it's top? Oh, the no. Dodgers are have bases they could, loaded they could, right they could, now. They could unload and go up to a 19-1 lead if they wanted to. I just, just got yeah, at that point. Yeah, no. You Eleven mercy, runs in the first. You, inning, you mercy up, right? Mercy uh, up. Astros are up two nothing on the Rays, which is okay. We're up three zero in games. I'm fine with giving up one. I need the Braves, Braves versus Rays. Me and Alex showdown. That'd be sick. (laughs) Tabo, the Stros, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) But we hate the Astros. Yeah, we do hate the Astros. You hate the Astros. Yeah, yeah. That's all. It's fine. It's all good. That's the thing. Is like I picked the Lakers to win the title, so it's like if they win, and I hate the Lakers, at least I get dinner out of it. Rough week for my freaking Super Bowl picks, though, dude. Chiefs lost. Bills lost. Oh, yours. I, just, I just barely saw Devin's list. I'm like, what in the? Why all, are they all in the all same NFC division? West. <laughs> yeah, that was his one miss last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, that's where he messed Devin, up. Devin had his great UNC and Miami takes. His big miss was selecting all NFC West teams. You should have told us, and so I could have like, mi- texted Devin so we could have. <laughs> we might as well give him the Cardinals, too, just for the heck of it. He's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I cannot believe you. I like, yeah, I remember he's like, I'm going to take the Seahawks, okay? And he's like, San Francisco. Niners. And I was like, I mean, wow, you're really swinging with the division. I mean, and then I have, last pick, I think it'll go the Rams. I have Ravens and Steelers. What? Yeah, Chiefs, so Bucks, like Bills. Two in the same boy. division is one thing, but like to go all one division. Yeah, mine's always spread out. That's how, that's how you do good. That's just, how you end up fighting each other in the World Series like your boy. Yeah, I mean, you can't go all three in one division because then you're knocking one of your teams out in the regular season. Potentially two, depending on that division. I don't know. Rams and Seahawks are probably both going to make it. I mean, Rams are four and one. True. Seahawks are five and zero. Oh. So they're probably both going to make it. Yeah, so you're knocking your the 49ers the out. You're knocking the 49ers yeah. out before the season is even over. So yeah, uh, that's going to do it for us here at Tuned In Sports. This has been the Offfield Generals podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.